As there's a drive in a deep left field by Castellanos, it will be. Oh man, it's right. eight o'clock. And so that'll make it a. I don't need the spotlight. I shine just fine. Hi, I'm Karma, and yes, I am a bitch. Brav Bros. Good evening, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Brav Bros, your favorite podcast from the bros for everybody, for whoever wants to listen. I am your co-host, Steel Russell, joined as always by the one and only Ross Lick Magoots. What's up, dude? It's a very special episode, I want to say, because we were twiddling our thumbs today, thinking about what we wanted to do, and look, Ross Lick delivered. For sure, which we'll get into. We have to get into our preamble, though, because Richie's out there with his friends. Oh, yeah, Richie's and friends. And <laughs> we need to get, like, 15 minutes of stuff going on here. I, I don't want to disappoint Richie. We got to talk about our lives. I can honestly say I don't think I can wait 15 minutes to talk about this episode. So, Richie, you're going to get a little bit of a reprieve. Yeah. But not a full reprieve, because I really liked our idea last week, and I have more on that. But new year, new you, baby. How you feeling? Uh, pretty good, actually. I, I'm not a huge fan of New Year's Eve. I talked about this last week, but I do want to be the last people to wish you a happy new year. Oh, I, the whole, three days later, what made me laugh was some idiot made that, that joke that I hate so much where someone's like, Oh, see you next year. Oh God. But I forgot. People actually made that joke. I thought that was just like, I went on a whole rant about it last year at this time. And I forgot how much last year or last, last year. Oh, two years ago. (laughs) Oh, Let's see what you did. Well done. See, that was funny. But I went on a rant about how I hate that. And I remember, I think I posted it, and so many people were upset with me having an issue with people saying that. They're like, if people want to make the joke, it's fine. You just don't have a sense of humor. Or, yeah. or I grump. It's like, That's no, the, the joke sucks. It's a stupid joke. Stop saying see you next year. All right. And I, I like dad jokes. I'm a big dad joke. For guy. Sure. But if if people make the exact same joke over and over and over again, I don't care if it's the best joke ever. It's stupid. It's going to be stupid. But like I said, new year, new hat. I just broke out a fresh Brav Bros uh, lid for the, for the new year. Good lid. Because I'm pretty sure this is going to be our year. You know, I, I have a big feeling about 2024. I don't know exactly what's going to happen. Like I said last week, and I've said many times before. But we have a lot of shit on the horizon that we can't talk about. Well, yeah, no, that's that's very true. And we talked about last week being a complete black hole, which I think everybody would agree with. Last week was a nothing December week. December 21st to January 3rd is the Dark Ages. I, I don't think the 21st. I think right after Christmas until New Year's is the really? Dark Ages. Yeah, because you at least have Christmas to look forward to. And I don't yeah. know. I don't mean Dark Ages as like a bad time. I just mean it's a whirlwind, like... When I come Bermuda out, Triangle, it's the Bermuda Triangle. Well done. Because hey. when I come out the other side, I'm like, Jesus Christ, has it been two weeks or two months? Like, I went to the grocery store today for the first time. In actually, no, I went to the grocery store last week because we had to pick up something for the show. But other than that, I haven't gone for myself since before Christmas. Is that a good thing or a bad thing? Uh, probably a bad thing. I, I mean, ordering food every health. Day. Wa- oh, that's what I was saying. Yeah, is it because be like you had parties and people were feeding you, or you're just being a piece both? of shit and ordering both. food? Both. Okay. Yeah. I I'll had an adult moment today. Okay. Uh, Poppy wanted Chick Fil A. Okay. So I went on Uber Eats to do a pickup order. They don't pick up from the Plymouth Meeting Mall. Didn't know that. You have to go physically. Since when? You can go pick up, but you can't order on Uber Eats to pick up. Oh, you do it on DoorDash. I, I no, you can't. I just did it last week. No, you didn't. Okay. Then they had pickup off today. Maybe uh, that. Maybe it. that. Maybe was they had pickup yeah. off today. Okay. But regardless, 
I was like, all right, fuck it. I'm just going to order. It was $65. And I was like, I'm not, I'm not. You know how much it cost in person? 28 bucks. Wait, to pick it up though? Like, did you go pick it up? Or? I went and picked it up. It was $28. No, no, no. To order oh. it to my home. If okay. they delivered it, it was $60. Yeah, that's I insane. spent 28 in person. It was more. Well, what was than it? Half. Because you said sixty-eight first, and then it was sixty. It was sixty. It was sixty. I got sixty uh, and twenty-eight because it was the final total was twenty-eight. It was sixty dollars to okay. order it. All right, just keeping you true. No, keeping me true. Keeping you true. Thanks, boo. <laughs> <laughs> oh God, yeah. No, I mean, I yeah, I probably had Chick Fil A about six times. Um, but I did, I did watch, which is so funny now that this happens. I, I mean, I was never really like keyed in on a certain new year's eve special to watch every year it's not like i was a big dick clark guy you're not a big dick clark not a big dick clark guy um or any any of the above really but i i sat there and i watched you listed one dick clark any any of the above whatever (laughs) whatever let's we're we're just let's just get past this all right richie um but no i i never really had a favorite but now I will watch the Anderson Cooper and Andy Cohen one all the time. It was last good. the last three years. It's just been locked in on that favorite moment from that was John Mayer at the cat bar. In it was Japan. so that was electric. good. And especially with Anderson laughing like that yeah. the entire time. And the fact I love John Mayer's commitment to bits. Oh yeah. I'm a big commitment to bit guy. Yep. That's why we, we both love Tim Robinson because he, the commitment to a bit, it's great, but the cat bar, Stole the show, and I agree. Anderson and Andy are my go-tos now, and not just because of this podcast. It's definitely better. If you want to be all family and stuff, I guess, go watch Seacrest. But I, I want to see I didn't two... even watch it. I, I didn't see any clips from it either. Because I want to see two drunk guys <laughs> yeah. talking shit. They like, and hours. they mess each other up, too, because they'll send in, they're reading tweets from the year, thankful, quote-unquote, thankful tweets, and half of them are, like, ripping another person. It's great. It's like, I, I hope this person has the worst year ever, and then they just stop reading it and start laughing. Like, this is great. It's pretty much, like, watch what happens live, yeah. but, like, five hours of it. He, I mean, he does slip in a, a lot of the segments that he does. And he did. I saw, like, a few clips of it. So. And he also mentions Bravo, you know, every, like, 20 minutes, but that's okay. But uh, I have something for you. It's a little... So my new favorite segment that we do is the theories, right? Yep. Here's my new favorite one. And this comes from Instagram, actually. And I still have the one saved, like the Grease one I want to go back to. I know you got some more, yeah. But I thought for... Still wish that was ancient Grease, but keep going. No, I know. But in light of this being a late episode, I wanted to keep it shorter. This one says, Paul McCartney's wonderful Christmas time is about friends practicing witchcraft, but then someone walks in and they have to suddenly play it cool. Lyrics, the moon is right. The spirit's up. We're here tonight and that's enough. Somebody walks in, simply having a wonderful (laughs) Christmas time. That's good. I like that one. I laughed out loud. I was going to send it to you. I was like, oh, no, I have to save it. Wouldn't be surprised. Do you think that, oh, I don't know if I want to go this far, but I will. Do you think that Paul McCartney was uh, actively practicing witchcraft and he got the rest of the Beatles killed? No, I guess Ringo's still alive. (laughs) (laughs) That one goes out the window. Maybe he got John Lennon killed, though. Who knows? I don't think so. Uh, Maybe like Illuminati. I don't know. All knighted before or after John Lennon died. Probably after. Wait, your conspiracy. Maybe Queen Elizabeth he got... said, Stop "Hey, it. only one of you can be knighted," and it's like a duel to the death, and they were just both trying to get each other out. The... And the witchcraft came through. I feel like there's definitely some diehard Beals fans that follow us. They might take umbrage with this. Why? 
What the fuck are you going to take umbrage with that for? I don't know. Or they already had this idea themselves. I've never heard a conspiracy theory that one of the Beatles killed the other Beatles. Paul had John whacked. Paul had John whacked. Yep. Has anybody else heard that? I don't think that has any merit. <laughs> I love the rhetorical questions. <laughs> as if they're going to answer us right now. Which is a great time to plug our live show. That's right. If you want to ask us questions and we will answer directly to your face while on a show. Why don't you come to our live show on January 25th in the Green Room 42. Mm-hmm. Get your tickets. Go to our Instagram. Go to the page. You can get right in there. Get as many tickets as you want. Come hang out with us for the evening. What else are you going to do on a Thursday night except for hang out with the bros? Listen to a little bit of a podcast. Maybe hear your voice on the podcast. We're still figuring out the technical issues. Don't you worry about Don't that. Don't you worry about it. it. We will have out. it. We got weeks. We got three weeks. We also have, well, here's the difference is we actually have people now. Like they can help. <laughs> yeah, we got people for that. We got we got people that could help us with that because, uh, Yeah. We'll figure out the technicalities. You just figure out how to get there. That's all you got to worry all about. you got to do. Bus fare, airfare, train, car, Uber, walk. Uber? Just don't, you know, use Uber Eats to get Chick-fil-A. You're going to spend a lot of money. The quote shooter, all of the above. All of the above. <laughs> all of the above. Just take them all. But without further ado, let's get into what is arguably my favorite episode of Housewives ever. The best wrap-up to a season I've ever seen since we've started this podcast, at least. And just immediately punched me in the face because I said last week that usually they don't end seasons on trips. Oh, uh, yep. That was one. <laughs> immediately, just I, like right to the face. See I'm you later, still dude. pretty sure that we've ended another season. Doesn't on matter. Trip. They immediately responded. I, I appreciate they did this that. this for me. Oh, you, to nope, me. I'm not even touching that one. Just, nope. Uh, but seriously, like the way that they wrap this season up and the way that they tie Jen Shaw back into it without me being angry about it. I was actually so thrilled at that little drop in there at the end. And we're not, no spoilers. We're going to, we're going to go through this organically. No, Are we? I don't no, know if we're going to be able to do that. Not at all. Because the time, that's the only issue. Because as I'm writing it down, I'm like two hours later, two hours before. But four the crazy hours thing is uh, there was one thing, obviously, you know, they, they did the mopeds to the city and all that. And that's all well and good. And, you know, whatever you want to say about that. However, the rest of it was just one thing. And this episode flew by. It was this so was the quickest 48 minutes, whatever it usually is, of TV that I've ever seen. I, I didn't even want, and this is us watching it live, which we very rarely do. Usually we'll watch on Peacock the next day, plug for Peacock. But tonight we watched it live, going through episode by episode, or episode by episode, segment through segment, and having to deal with commercials. I was furious. I just wanted more TV. I know. It was so good. And I thought the same thing. Like it, I saw credits roll at the bottom. I was like, shit. I was like, it's over already? Yep. But I think they ended it at the right time, too. I, I You can't do totally. any more. No, no, no. They, it was perfect. It was drawn out enough. It didn't go too far. Here's my issue. They just set the bar so high for finales now. You mm-hmm. cannot have another Black Eye incident where you don't get it told at the end of the season. You can't have another fizzle out. You need to end these seasons with a bang because I'm expecting this now. I'm expecting to leave a season like, holy shit. Oh, you can't do that. Too late. Don't do it. It's too late. It's too late because they set the bar that high. That's, but that's not fair to the other. Look, Potomac sucks. It's not my fault. I know that, but Potomac stinks. What are they going to do at the end of the season? Just tease that Juan is having another affair? Well, it should shake up all the producers to be like, oh, this is what we're going well, for. Well, yeah, I, I've got a bit of a theory about that, but we'll get to that when we get to that. All right. Well, let's jump into this episode because I'm chomping at the bit. And we can fast forward through the first two scenes pretty much. We get Whitney and Monica and you get the dramatic comment, which comes into play later. 
Monica shares with her that Lisa was talking a little bit of shit and just said that, you know, Whitney was being dramatic the other night when she was chasing Heather down the beach, which she was. That's not a crazy thing to say, nor should it invoke such anger, but we'll get to that later. The second thing we see is Heather and Whitney squash their beef, which is nice and honestly important because of the powwow we see later where all of the OGs get together and have that secret circle Illuminati meeting. That's our second Illuminati reference. We need to be careful. We need to be careful. We do. Because I was on TikTok and I saw the Bohemian Grove. Wait, what was the other comment about the Illuminati? I was talking about uh, when you were saying that if this was all, oh, the Beatles thing. Oh, Lennon was. Uh, what was that? I yeah. didn't know. Yeah, uh, that's where the Illuminati thing uh, came from. But so you think Paul McCartney's in the Illuminati? Yeah, potentially, according Witchcraft. to your theory. Simple. We're just having a wonderful Christmas time over here. Simply nothing to see here. Nothing. We're not doing witchcraft in here. Hide the hide the Pentagon. Pentagon. Pentagram. Good God. Hide the Pentagon too. Illuminati. Pentagon. <laughs> see, it all ties back in together. But let's dive into the meat of this shit because we start getting the one hour laters. And that's when I start getting it. I like when they do this. I don't know why. But when they set the drama with one hour later, I'm like, ooh, something's going to happen. And this is where Heather gets the phone call. We've seen this phone call a thousand times now. We've all speculated about it. I put out something last night on our story that said, is this going to be another flop? Are we building this up like the black eye? No, we were not. But anyway, then we get the four hours later. And now Heather's talking about this devastating info. It's too big, too damning. It's going to change our friendships forever. And that takes us to the dinner. Rightfully named the Bermuda Triangle Dinner. Rightfully set. I mean, everything was on point. The fucking table was set up in a triangle. Well, yeah. It's It's a good themed party. I understand that, but like they're just hitting on all cylinders. It's all working for me, You're baby. Impressed by the triangular all tables, all of it, even the game. She brings up a game, and I'm like, I feel so bad for the finales of all of these other shows. You are going to hold them to so many higher standards. Not a higher standard, an unreasonable standard. Something they cannot meet. Okay, so that would be higher. No, it, it's Too high, insurmountable. Okay. <laughs> they're not going to get there. Uh. But anyway, let's get back to the dinner. Heather brings up this game, and it's the mystery game. And I know where she's going with this, and it's a really good setup, honestly. And she, this was the most calculated successfully that I've seen Heather. For sure. Like, without a doubt. She was, she knew what she was doing the whole time. I am incredibly impressed that no one else broke character, if you will. Isn't it wild? Knowing that they, like, knew everything beforehand, a couple hours before the dinner even started, how were they able to go through with this? I mean, it started off with what Whitney calling out Lisa because of what Monica had just told Whitney. So was Whitney holding on to the fact that maybe Monica didn't do anything and maybe I'm just going to be friends with her and we're going to see what happens. And I'm still going to use Monica's evidence to go after Lisa in this moment. Like how were they able to get through this whole dinner without just running right at Monica? But the one thing I will say against that is it makes a lot more sense why they kept saying dramatic I think that they all got stuck on a word because they were all playing a part. And they're like, ah, dramatic, uh, maybe dramatic, yeah. dramatic. She's being dramatic, dramatic. We got 15 dramatics. And I think that Monica's just sitting there like, these people are idiots. Yeah, I what... could play a drinking game with them. Well, yeah, can you? But I completely agree. I'm shocked that this group, and we've seen them act. We've seen them attempt to act. We've seen them try to fake like they knew something or didn't know something. And they're not convincing. This was an Oscar-worthy performance out of all of them, especially considering what we've seen in the past from them. But I would take it even further and just say that they, their way that they were able to perform even kind of fooled us because we I didn't see, we weren't privy 
to the conversation that they had on the beach until after Heather already dropped the bomb on Monica. Once she dropped the bomb on Monica, then we were able to see what happened on the beach a few hours beforehand. But the way that they were going through all of this had me fully convinced that whatever bombshell Heather was going to drop was going to be completely stupid, have no meaning or no bearing on anything. And obviously we know that nobody talks to Monica anymore, but we weren't entirely sure why. So everything leading up to this was, all right, like they're able to still have a conversation with everyone. Whatever Heather told them earlier holds no weight. I don't really care. Clearly they're not that into it. It's not that big of a deal or else they wouldn't be sitting next to somebody like Monica, somebody like Meredith, depending on who it was that she actually outed. The whole time, I'm convinced that it's just not going to be a huge thing. She completely turned me away from Monica with all of the preamble. They Mm -hmm. successfully had me looking elsewhere because when it gets around to Heather as they're playing this game and they've all got their little dolls in front of them, which is even funnier that Heather was able to tie in the fucking Mormon party all the way down here in Bermuda. And also Heather not having Monica's doll. Right. No, Heather had Meredith's doll. Meredith's doll. Yeah, and that's where, because I, in my head, I'm thinking... She set these dolls up intentionally, so she's going to have the person she wants to call yes, out. That's and what she I was did thinking. It so she well, picked up Meredith, and I'm like, "Oh, weird." I, that's where my head's immediately. I'm like, "All right, well, Heather's going to have Monica's doll." She pulls Meredith's doll, and I'm like, "Meredith wrote the DMs." That's what I was thinking. Then she starts talking about Meredith, and she's like, "But I have someone else I want to call out," and I was like, "Ooh, go on." Two hours earlier, and we go to the beach. Mm-hmm. Now we see Heather, and I don't think that they got this in the first take. Oh, you don't think so? No, I don't. Because <laughs> this was the one time where I was like, all right, this seems a little bit scripted. Because the way that they're talking to each other, and they're trying to be so dramatic with it, that, it I don't know, it didn't seem organic to me completely. Yeah. Which doesn't matter, like it still gets the point across. right. But I do think there were some cuts in there and, oh, say this or say that again or let's get a better reaction. It doesn't matter. Oh, no, it really – I can tell you how much it doesn't matter that I didn't even notice that. You didn't? See, no, I, I was so locked into the story that I did not care to even think about the details. Well, we get the details and Heather lays it on us and gives us everything and says that Monica has schemed and worked – to get in with this crew, and she is none other than, and I know this account, I was floored, Reality Upon Tease, and I was like, I literally said, holy shit, I didn't expect that at all. Like, first reveal, great. I didn't think this was going to land as well as it did. This account has been spewing vitriol about these women for years. Ever since the Jen Shaw thing, they've been saying horrible, horrible things with videos to back it up insider scoops like we even referenced it a few times early on like before the jen shaw last season i think we did too because i i had to go of course look on instagram the last post was from 2022 in august things could have been scrubbed since then i didn't follow the account so i wasn't positive but i know that we definitely referenced it at one point or another during the jen shaw thing trying to figure out if she was going to jail or not we definitely did yeah definitely did now we have the answer as to who's behind it but as we're getting details from Heather, she was getting her hair done, and she shares the same hairdresser with Monica, Tanisha. And Tanisha and Monica have been, I guess, best friends for a long time. But to add to the mystery of everything, this is where we get the how she found out about the beauty lab thing. And this is what we all thought the reveal was going to be. Yes. And it was going to be very underwhelming. We thought, I didn't think it was specifically going to be this. I thought it was going to be a spin off of this. 
Yep. Because they'd already given us that info. I thought they'd be like, oh, but you didn't know this part of it. And I was going to be like, oh, I don't care. <laughs> yeah. Oh, she didn't pay her bills and she's got three different accounts under three different Monica names who all have the same date of birth. Yeah. When she started going out with that, I'm like, oh, no, don't do this. That's to what us. I thought was going to happen. But it's not a it's not a mainstay. It's just adding to the fire yep. of, oh, shit, there's a lot coming out. But this is when Heather says Tanisha finally cracks and. We call everybody else out for being a snitch. Tanisha's a, you're a little bit of a snitch. Bit of a snitch. A little bit of a also, snitch. Also, she's involved. Also. She also ran the account. By the way, and that's Which immediately. makes a lot of sense, by the way. If she's a hairdresser for oh, both totally. Monica and Heather and probably a couple other people in Salt Lake, she knows what's going on. There. Those are the people that know the most. She's getting the scoop. She's getting that inside scoop, and she's yeah, sharing snitch. it on Instagram. But, People are going to think that we're backing Monica by calling Tanisha a snitch. I'm not, but <laughs> I do have uh, an opinion on Monica that I'll share shortly. But the one thing I'll say in regards to Tanisha is this seems very opportunistic for me. This seems like a moment where she was, I don't think that she got caught with her hand in the cookie jar. I think that she saw a moment where I've been involved in this whole thing for so long and I've been playing a part in the Jen Shaw shit in talking smack on these ladies, this account has a decent following. Yep. I want to get my 15 minutes of fame. I'm going to drop this bomb for the yep. finale. I, I She's part of my theory for later. So oh, I love that. Yeah. But she sends receipts upon receipts upon receipts. And this is when I wrote down snitch because the first part I'm like, all right, if you spilled the beans, whatever, now you're sending receipts. And this is also when I was like, all right, if you're going to give all of the evidence, you want to be on TV. You want to get your moment, and that's fine. If you want to join the fun, that is that whatever. I don't care. She was on TV for four seconds. Yeah, you got your you got your four <laughs> seconds there. of fame. Grey's Anatomy, the most iconic binge-worthy drama, is back, along with answers to the biggest cliffhangers. Will Teddy survive? Will Joe and Link finally find happiness together? Meredith returns along with fan faves like Arizona. You can now stream every episode of Grey's ever on Hulu and new episodes next day. Watch the season premiere of Grey's Anatomy tonight at 9, 8 central on ABC and stream on Hulu. But the reactions of the group, that is where I think this episode landed for me the most. Like Meredith Marks, like her hands in the air, like, I'm so tired of people trying to hurt us. <laughs> just so many reactions of just big, boisterous moments. You think that was a second take? I do think that was okay. a second take. Right. Yeah, I do. That's what I'm crying. Saying. I thought that was real. I'm not saying that the tears weren't real. I'm not saying the emotion wasn't real. The anger wasn't real. I believe all of it was real. I just think there was a couple of tries to get the best thing out of them. Like that moment, dude, come on. Yeah. But Why do you, they keep how, doing this to us? How do you do that when both, because Angie wasn't out there, but Angie and Monica are both in the house and you're in eyesight on the beach. I had questions about that as well. Okay. I don't know. Did they, maybe they you waited. Answers till... about that or just questions? I think Monica must have been like in the shower or getting ready. Angie, I don't know. I don't know if they were makeup and like they uh, like arranged it so that Monica went last. Yeah, maybe. And then like with Angie, maybe they thought because Monica lost her big sunglasses, couldn't find them. Yeah, she she lost them in the ocean and then found them because there was a family massive. There was a family using them as a life raft. (laughs) So she found them. But no sun was reflecting off of it and melting a nearby house. Yeah, it actually (laughs) uh, actually sank a ship. It it melted the hull. (laughs) Back to the Titanic. (laughs) That's what happened. That's what happened to the Titanic. Yeah. 
it's full circle around here always. But what I was saying is I, I bet they left Angie out of the conversation because she is friends with Monica or had been friends with Monica prior. Maybe they didn't want her to to give her the inside scoop. Yeah, or something. give her a know. heads up before yeah, it happens. Maybe it a little more. That I don't makes know. sense. Or maybe she. I was... think it's just the OGs. I think it's just because they're actually friends. Oh, that's part. a good point. So I think that they wanted to just kind of keep it between them because, yeah, I mean this this page probably did talk shit on angie but angie wasn't on the show when this page was huge a couple years ago when they were trying to bring down i guess the goal was to bring down jen shaw so i guess angie wasn't really part of it but everybody else was as monica says collateral damage mission accomplished (laughs) yeah i mean it worked (laughs) (laughs) totally worked but we get back to the dinner table and this is where heather outs monica in front of everybody and monica's first response is no and i'm like come on bro (laughs) like You're caught. I've I seen the whispering, messages. I was whispering, admit it. Admit it. Just say Just it. Just do it. Just admit it. You have to do it. I wish that she had. It would have landed so much better. She was like, you caught me. If it weren't for <laughs> no, these. Then I started. Would've, I would have started questioning it. Meddling kids. <laughs> she rips off a mask and it's Jen Shaw. <laughs> yeah. No, it's actually Angie Harrington's husband. Oh, my God. That would have been so much better. <laughs> he's back. Wait, what if he's helping on the He's got to be involved in that. No, because of the one DM that they did show when Monica tried to tie in Angie K, they said that Angie had responded and said, yeah, bring down Angie H. Oh, I know. Yeah, I did so. see that. But that's I, that wasn't that's fine. Fair. I don't care. That's yeah, that was that was a low blow. She didn't. She was not involved. She commented on it. It was funny. Well, she supported it. They all did. I firmly believe. I need to see more DMs because if that's what's going to happen at the reunion, and I don't want to get too far ahead of ourselves here, but if that happens at the reunion and all of a sudden Monica has all these DMs from Heather, from Whitney, from Meredith, from Lisa, Ooh. and it's like, yeah, bring that bitch down. She sucks. And Dude. it's about Heather or something. That would be awesome. Ah, uh, see, I, I that's what I want up. so I bad. Build like, it up. I'm cool with this being three parts, by the way, just because I want to see all of that. You're going to eat those words. Yes, I am. You're going to eat those Always words, do. pal. But back to the dinner table, I love that Heather turns Monica's line back around on her. She's like, I use the same formula as you. I got the timeline. I got proof. I got photos. I got blah. Heather was on point. Heather was. She was not. Like, she was going after her in such a succinct and, like, pointed way that it took no credibility away from her. She gave Monica no chance to squirm out of that. She went right after her. None of the other women chimed in until the end. That was better. They let her go. She was Heather flowing. was Yeah, she was killing it. Absolutely destroying Monica to the point where we've seen Monica talk during anything. Like, as soon as she gets someone going after her, she always claps back with something crazy, some sort of insult. And she wasn't doing any of that. She had her caught red-handed. There's nothing you could do. And Heather was thriving on that, which we have not seen, honestly. Ever. Ever. I've never seen her that no. fluid. No, not at all. But Monica finally goes, well, it's not true entirely. And then we get some more info. We get a a video clip of her at Meredith Mark's store. And what I thought was a wig, I guess she used to be blonde. I guess. And then I also, I watched it a few times. I was like, is that her? I think it is her. Pretty sure it's her. And then you get the. You're with somebody who you know is stealing from the store. And you're like, I didn't steal. (laughs) Okay. Well, she reeled that back in pretty quick because, and you stole the clutch. And she's like, well, I don't know if you stole the clutch, but you were at the store. And then you said you weren't at the store. They they pulled the the theft back pretty fast. But that was another moment where I was like, these are the reactions. Like Meredith Marks in that moment is so just emphatic she's just waving her arms she's like you said you've never been there like these are of god emmy 
performances, dude. Like, you could put this up against All My Children, Days of Our Lives, like the real bangers. The real bangers? The real, yeah. This is better than the real bangers. The real bangers? This is way better. Because this is real. But this is also why I didn't for a second question whether or not Monica was the one behind it, because normally we see a progression of Monica. Yep. Monica will start to clap back a little bit. She's actually witty in the beginning when she actually gets pissed. She goes straight to saying really mean things yep. and just like cussing and causing a scene. She just calls Lisa a fucking dumb bitch. And I just wrote up a lot more than that. I know, but that's what that's what yeah, started that it. One, and I yeah. just wrote up the wheels are off because now she starts spewing, just going after. Yeah, you everything. could tell you could tell instantaneously that it was absolutely Monica. Yeah, one hundred percent. And like her saying it, all those things and getting that angry about it, I was like, oh yeah, it's you. And you're not helping your case here. But we get to her confessional, and she says there was multiple volunteers with the sole purpose of taking down Jen Shaw. The other ladies were just collateral damage. And that is the most gangster line spoken from a housewife. I would have lo- I would have paid any amount of money to watch the rest of these women watch this episode tonight and see that confessional. I know. That would have been awesome. Just being called collateral. Like Lisa Barlow would have flipped her fucking lid. I think I know why, and I'm just going to do it now, why this landed so well and why this was so good. She is a fucking great villain. She is. She is a villain. The best villains in the world in movies and everything are villains that you can't help but root for. And for some reason, as I'm watching this, I'm like, I'm not rooting for her. I think everything she did was fucked up and terrible. But there's just something there where I'm like, if you don't give her rookie of the year, like she carried this season. It was a great season. Everyone did very well. Yeah. But she's the driving force. Like this is a masterclass in housewifing. I don't think it can be repeated, and I don't know if she can come back. Yeah. But just just stellar. Absolutely stellar. She's my Hall of Famer. Okay. All right. No, I, I'm holding on to my theory until the end. Oh, why? It just every, I'm not going to do it right now. We're not it's, done yet. It's not a lot of fun. but No, I know. But like everything that you're saying, I the only way that I can answer what you're saying right now is, is to theory? go into my theory. Okay. All right. Fine. Fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah, why don't you back off? Why don't you settle down? Steel Von Tees. Uh, mm, Ooh, that's, that's my cool only name. fans. That's, that's my cool only fan. Name. My only feet. What's the feet wiki finder. feet? Feet finder. Feet finder. Yeah. That's my feet finder. All is. the meme pages post that one. Feet finder? Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's mine is Steel Von Tees. I like that. The T stands for toes. <laughs> Steel Von Toes. Damn. <laughs> I missed that one. But this is where Monica tries to use the, well, you really want me to get into it, Angie? You really want me to get into it? And your involvement in it? And we get the DM of her talking shit about Angie H, which is not involvement. It just... There, I guarantee Loose support is there has I guess. got to be DMs from all of them. I agree with you. They're yeah. coming out of there. There has to be you because we saw like the hearts and we saw like the replies. We did not see any firm statements. And I wonder if that's because Monica's got a, a bedazzled, bejeweled folder. I would imagine she would. And this kind of goes into what you were saying about her being such a good villain. I, I would say that not getting into the theory, I think that she's a good villain because she owned it. Like, yeah. immediately. Yeah, she did have a couple of step-back moments, but once she knew she was caught, there's nothing you can really do. And obviously, she's just trying to explain it away, which may or may not be true. Maybe maybe Tanisha is involved in this. Maybe there's four or five other people involved in this. And yeah, maybe their original goal was to bring down Jen Shaw. However, you did go after the other women in the group. She didn't really dispute that. She just said, no, my goal was to go after Jen. So, yeah, okay, sitting in the confessional, she starts talking about everything else. She's got a smile on her face. She knows 
everybody is going to blacklist her from this show. And she's ready to go to war. That's a good villain. That's a great villain. I'm not saying we root for her. I'm saying that's a good villain because that's really good TV. I stand by what I said. But Meredith breaks it down and says, what did you do with this account? You tell us what you did with this account. And that's when she says, I only went after Jen. And starts, I wrote down, Monica goes nuclear. Because now she's going after everybody. She's saying, she calls Lisa like leathery and all these other horrible things. And that's the funny thing. And this is when you know that you're up shit's creek without a paddle. Mm -hmm. Lisa doesn't even hear what she says. Nope. She's just like, you're fucking caught. You're an idiot. Like, stop. I don't care that you just said 50 mean things about me because they went over my head because you're in the doghouse. You're not getting yeah. out of this by saying hurtful insults. And the one thing that I will backtrack on with the the things that were said from like Whitney, from Meredith, from Lisa is you sat with us and you lied to us for three months. We filmed this show and you lied to us every day and said that you were our friend. What do you want her to do? You want her to just like <laughs> show up and be like, hey, by the way, I run this account that talks shit on all of you. Happy to be on the show, guys. Let's go to dinner. Like, hey, no, that's never going piece. to happen. And you wouldn't have forgiven her right away because your reaction when Heather told you on the beach, whether it was the first take or not, was, holy shit, this person's been ruining our lives for the last four years. Mm-hmm. This is one of the main accounts that has been going after us. By the way, does not exonerate Meredith. Meredith still could have a fucking burner account and DM random people. But right now, this is a bigger focus. So we'll get to that later, Meredith. She's excused for now. Maybe they will never go back to that because of what Monica did. Well, I think that it, it points all the fingers at Monica. Now all Meredith has to do is be like, see, she's the one behind it. That's she true. had this account. She's sending the DMs. I, I, I don't believe that it completely exonerates Meredith at all. I still I think that she has some ties to that. Not to this account, but something completely different. But they all said that. They're like, you lied to us. What, what did you want her to do? I just don't understand that part of it. You were going to be pissed off regardless. But then out of Heather, we get this Hoosiers, any given Sunday, just fucking phenomenal coaches speech. The end of the movie, the the underdogs are down late in the game and we need to come back and we get the coach standing up and planting their foot in the ground. This is Vince Vaughn at the end of old school when uh, Will Ferrell jumps through the flaming hoop yep. and catches himself on fire. This is the best rah-rah speech I've heard on Bravo. And again, fluid, concise, so good i was ready to run through a fucking wall she stands up she goes we are friends we've been through all of it together we've been through this same shit you think you're gonna rattle my team we ride or die for each other i fucking hate these bitches but i'll ride or die because these are the og this is the original four of Roslick, and you will not fuck this up you will not come in here and drive these women apart any further than we've driven ourselves apart and we still came back together so kick rocks bitch I was ready to stand up and run through my TV. Like that was a great speech. Yeah, it was incredible. It was it was so good. And I, I never thought that I would be this enamored with Heather after the last two years of Heather. Because yeah, we liked her at the beginning sure. of this season. Then she faded a little bit. She hasn't been awesome. We didn't know that she had this in her. Not at all. Not at all. She is my MVP next to Monica. <laughs> <laughs> okay. But <laughs> The one thing I didn't see coming during this speech, and it was the perfect way to do it because they made such a big deal about it for a whole year, and it's not that big of a deal. So to drop it like this and leave it at that and not go further into it is the only possible way they could reveal the black eye yep. without me getting upset. Yep. And she's like, I went on a book tour. I defended Jen Shaw. I've been through this before. I defended her on my book tour. I defended her when she went to prison. I defended someone that gave me a black eye. And I went, holy shit. 
It's the only way that they could have done that without pissing us off. That's when I texted you. I said, full circle. I know. I didn't know what you said. It was fucking electric. It It was unbelievable. It was so unexpected. And we knew. And I completely forgot. Somebody told us like two weeks ago that we were going to get the answer to the black eye. And I said, I don't give a shit. I did too. Do not care. Someone also said that she's a blogger. And I was like, all right. Yeah. I I just thought it was a fan of the show. Could you imagine Jen Shaw watching this in prison tonight? Just. She made a post. She did? Yeah, she did. What'd she, she say? <laughs> Something about if you think that if Bravo knew Heather gave me the or I gave Heather the black eye, they wouldn't have said anything. Like, next, please. Like it was a much longer thing. It was pretty much saying I didn't punch Heather in the face. Yeah, sure. She's sitting sure. in prison yeah. right now. She's a felon trying to defend whether or not she punched somebody. You stole millions of dollars, but your biggest concern is being outed on Bravo for punching Heather in the eye. I kind of want to know why she punched her in the eye now. Which brings me to another point. And Dev and I talked about a little bit earlier. Is it not weird to you that the reactions out of this group for Jen Shaw stealing millions, going to prison, were so ho-hum, like mm-hmm. not a big deal. The only person that made a big deal out of it was Lisa in the Sprinter van. And people made fun of her for calling her lawyers, for causing a scene, for getting up in arms about it. No one else really did anything. Meredith just laughed it off because she was expecting it because she knew about it. Heather literally just admitted that Jen Shaw was guilty like last week. Yep. The rest of the group didn't really have a visceral reaction to this. They are losing their fucking minds over someone starting another Instagram account and talking shit. I mean, it's a big deal what she did. It goes to show you what they hold near and dear. The priorities, right? Like, it's weird to me. Their their public image, which is crazy because also what Jen Shaw did affects their public image. That's what I'm saying. Maybe even more so than this. This is just a weird, like... This is a weird Conspiracy rumor blogger account that just throws out probably mostly untrue shit Things that they hear on the streets, such as Angie and Sean's marriage and whatever else might have you in Salt Lake City, where most of us don't really care about any of that stuff. This is crazy to me that this is their reaction to that, that they are so up in arms. And I guess, yes, it's also part of the show. I do understand that. You want to make a big experience here? I fucking love it. It's awesome. But I would have loved that same energy for Jen last year. Well, just like the sentence alone. You lied to us for three months. Jen Shaw lied for years, and you guys went on trips to places on her dime, which is actually old Ethel's dime from Ohio, who's 95 and can't pick up the phone anymore. That's whose money you were using. Not, I had something else to do with the phone thing, and I slipped. It's okay. That's why there wasn't anything there. But that's not an issue to you? But sitting at the table with somebody that you were around for three months that made a burner account to talk shit, that's a problem. Years ago. Not that's an issue. Like she just started it while she was on the show. No, not at all. But the but Jen Shaw and we're starting to sound like fucking Monica apologists. Aren't I'm we? not a Monica apologist. Monica said the same thing in her confessional. Oh, did she really? Yeah, she started talking about Jen Shaw scamming older people out of millions. Oh yeah, dollars. I saw that part. That's a big deal. But you know, me doing this. Oh, I maybe she basically that's where just I got made the same argument. From. Yeah, I, I that's where I got <laughs> we it. We agree with that. Though. Okay, I mean, well, you can agree with it without supporting Monica. Yeah, it is true. Yeah, one hundred percent. And. But I mean, that pretty much wraps it up. You know, I just wrote down here like this shit played like a fucking movie. It did. And then Heather kicks Monica out of the house to end it all. And right. it was just, just chef's kiss. I, I cannot also, believe it. Also, at first, I had no idea about like uh, the architecture of this house. So I didn't know where Monica was going. 
Oh yeah, they're walking down a hill, and I'm like, going to the beach. Going to the beach. She's going to the ocean. Can a producer go chase her down? She might go jump in the ocean. Who knows what's going on here? And then she just walks into a house. I'm like, oh, okay, never mind. She knows what she's. doing. I didn't know that there was a house. I thought she's going to the beach too. No, it makes you feel any better. That's my. I was like, why is she going to the beach? Well, because we could see the producers behind, which was so funny. I've never seen this many producers and like camera crews. There was like sixteen of them in and around the scene. Mm -hmm. They're usually hiding in different corners and like out of the way. Every time that they panned, there was like five people standing here. I guess because there could be an altercation coming. Yeah, they have to be like close they, enough. That one dude came out of the house pretty quick when Angie got up out of her chair. Yeah, Angie got up out of her chair, and then Monica started yelling at her. And then I saw the two doors kind of fly open. I'm like, oh boy, this is. I thought we were going to get an altercation at some point, but we didn't, which is good. We we don't pray for violence here. Shall I get into my theory? Don't have much time left, you so I, hear I it? think you should. All right, because I, I think you're going to end up agreeing with me anyway. That's um, Whoa. All right. So the headline of this theory is Monica's an industry plant. Continue. Bravo a thousand percent knew that Monica had that account, had ties to that account before she came onto the show. They withheld the information from the rest of the cast because they knew that this would be a big blow up moment. The reason that Tanisha ended up spilling the beans, maybe she got a little bit of a payoff from Bravo here. Maybe I'll pay for the information if you want to slide this out here. That's why there's so many good screenshots and messages and all this information and evidence that ends up going to Heather because that doesn't happen all the time. You don't get that much evidence for one little thing. All of this kind of keying together. Yes, Monica being on this show ended up with probably the best season finale I've ever seen for a Housewife show. Bravo's fingerprints are all over this. They knew the entire time. Monica knew that Bravo knew the entire time. I think Monica even knew that she was going to be outed at the end of the season. I think all of this was orchestrated except for the rest of the women on the show knowing. I think they were the only ones kept in the dark. Everybody else knew that this was coming. And this is why Monica is where she is. And she hasn't been saying anything recently. We all knew this was going to come out. She was sitting next to Andy at the reunion like six weeks ago before any of us knew anything. Why did we not know about this? We know about everything. There's Bravo sleuths out there that will always tell us what's going on. We didn't hear a peep about this specific detail. Why? You're right. Everybody was hushed. You're right. But that ties in. Yeah, because my theory earlier was that Tanisha under 50 minutes of fame. Yours just takes it a step further. She's part of the show. Yeah, I'm on board. Yep, yeah, I'm no. fine with it. I mean, look, if you want to do I'm this, completely just fine don't with go it. overboard. For the love of God, Andy and Bravo, just don't do that. Like, VPR was sick last year, but that was organic, and we that never saw that coming. That was absolute easy with that phrase. Oh, right yeah, now. But this is different. This is now, okay, we knew that this, because somebody let something slip at one point. I think it was Heather, where she said, we have text messages that say, I'm applying for this job, and I'm the owner of this account. Yeah. And then she kind of just glossed over it and like kind of skipped forward. So there's a chance that maybe even Heather was in on this a little bit. I wow, think this is a little deep. bit bigger. I think this is a little bit bigger than everything else. I don't think this is fully organic and came out of nowhere. So you think that John Lennon and the Illuminati had something to do I think, with this? I think this is a lot more plausible than that. Yeah. I, I like this theory. I think I can get on board with that. I don't like getting on the conspiracy theories right away. No. I, the idea that Monica... Here's my... That Bravo didn't know that Monica ran this account is crazy. There's no way. And, like, here's my thing with that. Yeah, it's outlandish, and yeah, like, that's a lot of moving parts. Do I think it's that far-fetched? No. I think that you could probably take 
bits and pieces and like 75% of what you said probably would land. There'd probably be a couple things that maybe were not canon that people didn't know. Yeah. But the majority, like the bulk of it. Yeah, I agree with you. I'm just a little afraid of what might come later with other shows. I am too. Because other shows are clunking along. Well, we've seen Bravo. Land. We know they step in. Yeah. Well, we've seen them land a bit where they're like, oh, this worked. And then they're like, oh, let's hammer this shit home for three years. But this was so well orchestrated and so well done and gets everybody talking about Salt Lake City. I said that when we sat down tonight that other people that I didn't know watch Bravo were posting about it live, ready to roll, throwing things out there. It was sick. And I'm worried that Bravo is going to catch wind of it and be like, ooh, Potomac's not doing so good right now. Maybe we uh, they tried orchestrate a little situation where we have a thing and they, they, <laughs> no. they can't touch. I was thinking they, maybe they pay for a little uh, rendezvous with Juan in a hotel room and take some pictures. Oh, Jesus Christ. Uh, if I, that happens now, I'm, I'm going to stop watching. But I think the biggest takeaway for me, dude, honestly, and I'm not going to say I'm a fan. But Monica was great this season. She was so good. Like she, she was. I mean, she came in. She was a completely different energy. Nobody really knew what to make of her. Obviously, there's stories coming out about her with the beauty lab stuff. Well, the which, rumors and everything that she had all season make a lot more sense now. They, they absolutely do. I'm just absolutely amazed that all of it was under wraps the whole time, that nobody let this leak. And this is why it's allowed to hit hard or hit as hard as it does. But yeah, Monica came in and she completely stole the show from day one. She, she was completely did. different. She threw a wrinkle in there that the other women just weren't used to. And it got them uncomfortable, which, like it or not, it makes for really good TV. Well, it's almost like a Knives Out movie where it's like you think one thing the whole time. And then you get to the end and you're like, whoa, I didn't see that coming. <laughs> yeah, I kind of thought that that's what was going to happen, too. Because obviously leading into it, we figured it was going to be Monica. But we were still holding on to a little bit of hope that maybe Meredith was going to get thrown in there. That's and then it was going to be crazy. But that's where the outside information comes in, where you know the rest of the cast isn't talking to Monica. It's like, all right, so it's got to be Monica. However, the other bombshell dropping, the other shoe dropping, if you will, with the specific Instagram page for something that we all know, all of us that do this job, all of us that watch a lot of Bravo, we know that page because you watch Salt Lake City and you know that's where a lot of the rumors come yeah. from. That's insane that you throw that in there. Then you get to throw in the last haymaker, if you will, of Jen Shaw punching Heather in the face. Dude, if so. Finally, full circle, we get an answer, and they can't hold it over our head anymore. Although they might do an entire episode where Andy talks to Heather about getting punched in the face. I really hope they don't, because we don't need it. That was the perfect cherry on top. Leave it at that. I'm going to go one step further before we get to questions. I think Monica just outplayed everybody and i think i mean obviously she did but i'm saying like housewives in general because every housewife like their goal right they all bring receipts to the reunion mm -hmm. they all talk to people on the side they try to get their ammo for when they need it we've seen it time and time again we've seen ashley darby she's got a whole handbag full of rumors and shit she's ready to throw out there we've seen bedazzled folders at the reunion all of these things monica just played it better Monica got her shit in order beforehand, before she even got on the show. So she was so ready to come at all of the women if she needed to. Like, we that to me. Said that, I mean, we said that in a different way. We thought that she had a lot of information about these women because of Jen. That is what she we was going to carry it over and use it when she needed to. And that didn't really happen. This is a way different way to do this. And obviously, it's completely different. And I would even argue that, yeah, you're catching lightning in a bottle again, because who would have known 
obviously the casting director, but aside from the casting director, who would have known that Monica was running that page? I look, I hope my theory is not true because that would be awesome. If that just happened, it, just and it was happened coincidental. Like that. that would be incredible. I don't think I think that would be naive to. Yeah, think that. yeah, I know. We're not naive on this podcast. We're smart bros. Yeah, we're okay. Pretty smart bros. But I, I just, I think that anybody out there, because I've already seen comments and stuff. People, there's a lot of support for Monica, and again, support in the way I'm saying, as far as like that's just a great season. Like love her, yeah. hate her. Like that was a great season. You can't really get that pissed at her. I'd have to see what she said about Lisa and Jen, or well, Lisa and Whitney and those Meredith. women can like, be furious. At they her can be furious forever. But I do still want to see exactly what was said from that page about those three or four throwing in Heather Dude, as after, well. The, after tonight, every single Bravo account is going to start digging and yep. post those, so we're going to see them. That's why I was surprised because I immediately, obviously, went to that account, which I was surprised it's still up on Instagram. They probably gained twenty thousand followers in the last twenty Good minutes. Point, yeah. Uh, tomorrow you're gonna see their first post since 2022. Yeah, well, Monica's gonna be. Oh, she did. Monica. Well, Monica was posting from her. her yeah, yeah. Tanisha's been. She's got. How six long do you think Monica's been go? sitting and waiting? She took those pictures like months ago, probably. Oh, she's known. She's known that this is coming out at some point. She even says that in the episode. But I, the way she was saying it was almost like, ah, they knew they were gonna catch me. But I do believe that she knew at some point the jig was gonna be up. Finally was, but. My biggest thing with it is anybody that wants to be like, oh, she's terrible. She's awful. Get her off the show. Blah, blah, blah. She did what every other housewife has done. She just took it to a different level. Yeah. I just don't. There's no future for her. No, no, there's not. You can't. I don't know how you bring her back. No, you can't. They're not going to interact with her. That's what I'm saying. There's no way to bring her back, but it will go down in history as the best one and done. And you can definitely bring her on for ultimate girls trips where you mix her in with other women because that would be really interesting to see is like. Because I guarantee there are housewives from other franchises that would buddy up to her and be yeah, like, just put her in like the villain house with Jax or something. Oh, she's definitely going to be on house. I don't want any ultimate girls trips with her. You don't want any ultimate girls trips, period. That's a good so point. you're not a good person to ask. <laughs> no, my, my reasoning behind that is if they put Monica on an ultimate girls trip, then all of a sudden I have to watch it. Yeah, right. That's a good point. I want to do it anymore. You're going to stop have making to. it happen. It's going to continue to happen. So get over it. But all in all, just a holy shit episode. It was so, so good. A great season. Monica, again, I think is going to be one and done, but she's going to go down in history as one of the best one and dones ever. One of the best rookies ever. Lover or hater, she fucking delivered. She gave us one of the best seasons of Housewives I've seen. And arguably, at least for you and I, and I know people are going to be like, you didn't see the finale of this season on this show. And that. No, we did not. For us, we're this still was, correct. This no, was the no. best. Yeah, you got to take it there. Yeah. Okay. This Go is, for it. This is it. This is the best finale for any housewife show ever. Take I, it. I don't know. I might have to agree. I don't even want to hear what other shows had good finales because the dramatics, the this music. Better, oh, I don't want. <clears throat> this is even better than the end of VPR because we already knew and they already knew at that point and the cameras started rolling a week afterwards. We didn't get the raw emotions. This was raw emotion. Yeah, we this didn't know. was in the moment. Yeah. VPR was, all right, they had some time to deal with this. Ariana and Tom are still living in the same house together. Obviously, you can't compare the two because they're It's apples to oranges. However, as far as watchability and entertainment value, this was better than the end of VPR. I think you got to watch it. I think the reunion for VPR is going to be a lot better, but- yeah. I don't know. This re- the reunion could be electric as long as everybody's willing to talk and they don't just shut down. 
I just hope it doesn't turn into episode one of the Scandival reunion where it's just everyone screaming. Like the first well, episode and a half was just people yelling. It wasn't fun. Yeah, well. What a comeback. They went from the gutter last year. Season three was one of the worst seasons of Housewives we've ever watched to one of the better ones with the best finale. So kudos. It was, it was in our top two for the most part the entire season. It was phenomenal. It was yeah. great. Even the dud episodes weren't that dragging. It was just a good. The only the only down episodes, honestly, were ones that had Mary in them, in my opinion. I knew you were going to bring Mary back into this. Which is even funnier because I need to know why Mary is still friends with Monica. Mary got pissed off. You think Mary's Heather. feeding some of that information over to Lonte's? Maybe. Oh, because here's why. Mm-hmm. Mary had an issue with Heather writing about her in the book, and Heather said nice things. Monica's out here skewering everybody, and you're still friends with her? Why? Maybe she didn't go after Mary. Why? I don't know. I need more. Is Mary going to be at the reunion? I don't know, but hopefully she's in that documentary about the church, because I still need to see that shit. <laughs> <laughs> But that takes us to questions, and I'm sure you have a lot for us. So let's jump right in. Yeah, and we haven't had this many questions since Scandal. So yeah, this one hit. So let's start with Smashly Dubs. How the hell can Jen Shaw get on social media from prison? It has to be rich people shit. I see videos and like clips from prison frequently. I don't know if it's that hard to get phones in there or to send things out. I think the type of prison that she's in, I think you have a phone now. She definitely has a phone. Her prison is a country club. Let's not get it twisted. God, it's going to take us hours to get through these questions. You want to do one? Yeah, let me find one. Uh, this is kind of an interesting one. This one's from uh, underscore X Coco underscore Michelle. Do you think Lisa owes slash has to apologize to Meredith for screaming at her on the yacht? No. Nah. Yeah, because like we said before, this doesn't really excuse Meredith. She still could have done that. She still could have been involved in the mafia rumor. And also, Meredith doesn't apologize. And when she does, it's very half-assed. And these women blow up at each other all the time. And also, I think the biggest part is after all this nonsense with Monica, I don't think apologies are necessary. I think they're cool because they have a united front against a common enemy. Yep. Let's see. Do you think she actually stole the purse? And that's from Seds. No, uh, I, I don't. I think her friends may have. There's a chance that was that's... there a purse stolen. I just, I'm not saying it. I think it, if there was a purse stolen and there's security footage, you would have seen it. And my big thing with that, getting arrested. Yeah, my big thing with that is we don't have a lot of info on it, and Meredith immediately retracted stole. So it's kind of confusing. I don't know. Uh, from Mike Bross. Or Mike B. Ross. Oh, Mike Bros. Mike Bros. Do you think Angie is more involved than the episode made it appear? I think I'm not going to say Angie was. I think that all of these women in the group are suspect until we get evidence at the reunion. Yeah, I would agree with that. From D. Gomez 222. Do you think Monica will be back? I know because I just don't see how you can bring her back. I don't know how anybody mends that friendship with her. And as we talk about on Potomac all the time, you can't have a show where people just simply don't like each other. It's not very fun to watch. Yeah. Now, here you go from Sid Hilsey. Is this the best finale in Real Housewives history? Sure is. Damn right. Let's speculate a little bit because this one comes from uh, Tay Kessner. So her only involvement was posting the videos of Jen, dot, dot, dot. I don't know what to believe. Do you think that that's her only involvement? I obviously 
played that mental gymnastics for a little while. I think that was her sole focus. Yeah. Knowing and seeing, thing, yeah, right? exactly. Knowing and seeing Monica and how she has been this season when drama's brought up and she's, she's never the driving force, but she always seems to be in like in the corner trying to add to it a little bit. Right. I guarantee if some other shit was brought up to her, like during that whole Von T's thing, I guarantee she would have an opinion about it. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good point. I don't think she's free and clear of the other nonsense, no. And you are correct, by the way. Reality Von T's is now up to 13,500 followers. They were at, I think, 10.8 when yeah. I first Told you. looked. So That number will be 20,000 by tomorrow. For sure. From Billy Deal, is this better for Monica's legacy for this to get found out in her first season? One and done. Yeah, it honestly is right off into the sunset and just be that person forever. Yeah, I would agree with that as well. I don't, obviously, we already said there's no way that she comes back for season two. If this, uh, I don't see how. Actually, no, I'm going to completely disagree with that. If she had gone through this entire season and wasn't found out at the end, and we got an entire season of Monica just doing her things. We still would have said that she was a great rookie. Yeah. We got a little attached to her. And then at the end of the next season, it happened. That would be incredible. Uh, you you blew your load too early, Bravo. Yeah. You should have waited. Let it go. Let it dangle. Let it dangle. Last one. And we got to touch on it at least once. Okay. But why did Jen punch Heather? I need more details. That's from Abby Dav. Abby Dave. We don't know. We have no fucking idea. Jen we did gets this last mad. year. <laughs> she gets drunk and mad and violent, apparently, and that's not surprising at all. I'm sure Heather probably said some shit, or Heather maybe, maybe questioned whether or not she was innocent. Just like, hey, we're friends. You can tell me and yeah. eat off on her. Here's the biggest thing. You ready for this? Here's my response. Who cares? It doesn't matter. We know Jen punched her now. Leave it at that. Yeah, let's Stop just leave leaving. it at that. We don't need more details. Finally, I don't need to go down this again. That plant that I uh, kept calling out, is finally exonerated. You planted someone? That plant that I said punched Heather in the face? Oh, yeah, the twig plant. Yeah, yeah. Twig plant. Twig plant. You're free twig to go. Plant's free and clear. Free to go. Sorry you were in jail for a year, bud. Yeah, yeah, we'll get you out of, uh, of Hawk real soon. But, man, what an app. What an app. What a season. What a time to be alive. What a delivery for the bros. What too. a start for the year. Honestly, like we had nothing. 2024 set the bar way too high. Because the past few years have told me these this year's going to be tough too, and you, you now I'm excited. Well, it's a leap year. Now I'm optimistic. Oh, now we're leaping ahead of all the the bad stuff. Huh? Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, I like that. Let's do that. I like that okay. Leapfrog. Rob Bros are leapfrogging. Out of here. Bye. You can't see me do the finger guns. <laughs> I just realized I just did finger guns because I thought that was a good sign off. So finger guns, Rob Bros are out of here. <laughs>